I think maybe this week it's you fumbling on your words and then intern me choking on my goddamn drink. Hopefully the spoiler isn't that I died at the end. Hi and welcome to Digressions Include, a conversational podcast between your hosts, myself Huda Osman and my co-host Dina Marliana as we ramble through a topic and see where it lands us. Hello, Flounder friends! Hello! We hope you have enjoyed our three-part series surrounding relationships. Now, I gotta say, based on the interviews we've done with our friends thus far, we too got an insight and learned more about their circumstances. And which is like normally not talked about. Like normally when we have dinner or we have lunch together, there are certain aspects that we don't discuss, of course. But um, we've we've gained certain insights and more information about the de- their challenges in going through the relationships, and we're re- very thankful for um, for them having come on the the podcast. Now that being said, we've also gained quite a number of new followers from like literally all over the world, and we want to give you like a huge shout out for all of y'all listening right now, um, and. We want to also thank you for being part of our ongoing conversation. Like, it's insane the amount of countries that we've seen has <laughs> has been like dialing up on our analytics on the back page, and we cannot thank you enough. Yeah, not gonna lie, it's, it's a bit um like a stroke to the ego a little bit, you know. It's like <laughs> it oh. is completely like thanks for liking our voices and continuing <laughs> to listen to us, man. Like I know we're just literally two idiots. Yeah. <laughs> talking about our own personal bullshit but you know thanks for for being here with us but not to sound too disgusting <laughs> so we'll move on so now this week we're gonna ease you out of the topic of relationships so what we're gonna dive into is actually also a topic that has been requested for quite a while now the topic being love languages so Dina why not you explain to us a little bit about what love language is Okay, so if you guys aren't familiar, the term love language, um, you know, might be a thing that you hear often if you've been listening to us thus far. I mean, we have spoken about it in the past, maybe in one of the episodes. Um, But if, if you aren't familiar with the term, it is essentially a profile of how you give and receive love. So of course, you can't define the complexity of your being through a questionnaire, but this is another tool that has allowed us to further understand ourselves and our needs and therefore has contributed positively in the way we communicate these needs. So, <laughs> why... Yeah, I mean, I don't mean to sound like a like a professional, but, I mean, we're pretty into this um, thing. Yeah, yeah so we, we talk about it quite a bit, and I feel like it has helped us define who we are and how we, we love people and how we take care of people. So, it's something that maybe Huda and I and Rachel, we, we talk about uh, quite often. So, if you don't already know what your love language is, you can click and pause this right now and go to 5lovelanguages.com to find out and then come back to listen to us. So, what you're going to get when you go on that website is basically a short questionnaire. So, there's a, there's a few that you can take. Maybe if you're in a relationship, um, you can do the, the couples one. Or if you're single like me and Huda, single like a Pringle, <laughs> but we're happy. <laughs> I mean, single and happy. Um, you, can, you can do one that's uh, just made for the singletons out there. So, um, but if you already know, hi, uh, welcome back. That being said, I think understanding these components of ourselves has made 
me at least very much more aware of my own expectations and what I expect of the other person. So perhaps it is, you know, both a hindrance and need, but I don't know. What do you think, Huda? Um, yeah, I think, I think it's just a sense of, I guess what we like as friends is just a sense of awareness of where we come from and that need to further understand ourselves. There's always that curiosity that keeps our mind ticking uh. and it's also very fun to do these kind of things yeah. uh. I mean, I mean like, let's not lie uh, yeah I don't know why but we're definitely profile and questionnaire whores like I don't yeah. know <laughs> like we love doing it so much I think that it stems from uh, a childhood uncertainty of like that identity yeah. crisis where like who the hell am I are we yeah yeah, yeah probably yeah. and you need like a questionnaire to help you define that but like I mean <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's all from the trauma. It's all from the trauma. <laughs> now I know up till this point it sounds like like they are sponsoring us but they're not. Mm. But you know what? You five love languages, if you hear this, we'll tag you in this. Yeah. If you feel the need that you want to sponsor us, please come forward. Yeah. We you can contact us at digressionsinclude at gmail dot com and we'll be there for you. Come on, man. Yeah. I mean I feel like I mean I know uh some Okay, I Rachel has sent me a video on TikTok saying that love languages aren't real, but I feel like to a certain extent, even if it's not real, it's sort of. I mean, I'm not trying to put us all in a box. You know, we are not technically defined by five specific love languages. You know, but I feel like, um, it it helps us understand why we do the things we do, or like how we care for the people we care and how we receive that affection and care for, from that other person. So before you go, uh, I mean, before you come up, come to us and add us and be like, yo, this is not real or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I feel like, uh, just a disclaimer, uh, it's just for fun. And, you know, again, we like, yeah. we like knowing stuff. So we like to have yeah. fun. <laughs> questionnaire is, is a fun thing yeah, for Yeah, we us. love questionnaires. Quiz <laughs> us, come on. But I think this like ties really closely to our love for astrology as well. Mm. I think... All the time, we're just constantly trying to search for more meaning of and mm. about ourselves. And these things provide that for us. And all, like we understand that some of this might be a pseudoscience. It might be rooted in science. But, mm. you know, you believe what you believe in. You do you, boo. You do you, boo. <laughs> okay. So before like we start off, um, why not like we go through the five love languages as explained so okay so basically like the five love languages is um formulated by this guy called gary chapman so he was a pastor i'm not really sure whether he's alive or not eh? like i know he's a pastor uh speaker and author who has been married for more than 50 years and he explored this concept actually in 1992 that's 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 a year after you were born and that's a year (laughs) Two years before I was born, so mm. this shit is old as shit. Yeah. Um, and his book, The Five Love Languages, is actually a New York Times bestseller. So, I mean, you can then understand why so many people follow it and why so many people um, relate to it, right? Mm. So, just to give you guys a further insight into it, we'll summarize 
uh, all five love languages, and then we're gonna tell you what our love languages is, so you can be nice to us in turn. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll know whether to buy us chocolates or just shower us with words of affirmation. Yeah. yeah. It, hopefully, hopefully it's not used as a tool to trigger us, <laughs> as we know some of our friends will. But okay, let's get started. So before we move on, we'll let you know what the five love languages are, and then we'll summarize a little. We'll dive a little bit into them, um, and see what they mean. So the five is actually the first one being receiving gifts, acts of service, quality time, words of affirmation, and physical touch. So we'll start from the very beginning, laho. Receiving gifts is probably like the most misunderstood love language. I I feel, because when you listen to receiving gifts or when you hear receiving gifts, you tend to think about more materialistic shit. So <laughs> receiving gifts is most of the time like related to materialistic things. But actually, the people the people whose love language is um receiving gifts. Put more emphasis on the symbolism behind these things,、mm. so it's not exactly the things that they receive. Um. Okay, lah. Maybe a little bit, lah. But <laughs> it's more the value they they put on what it means and how long it takes for the other person to gift it to them. So, for example, if I think about Dina, and I know she loves cup noodles, and off the <laughs> top of my head, like when I'm grocery shopping or something, and I see. Nissin cup noodles, and I'm like, "There's, there's my little fat friend," <laughs> and I and I grab the cup noodles, and the next time I see her, I present her with that. I'm、mm. not saying that Dina's love language is receiving gifts, um, but she does but love、is. instant noodles. <laughs> is it? Is it? Yeah,、oh、my it's, God, the, it's the top three. Yeah. Oh, it's the top three. Okay. Well,、so, yeah. well, the the more you know, but you you know the act behind it, the fact that, uh. Looking at a certain thing reminds you of them. That's the value that they place on it, and then they know that how much they are cherished in your life and in、mm. your mind. So that's what's what receiving gifts、um, is actually about. It's not just like oh, you buy her diamond ring or buy him、mm. an expensive car. So Dina, why not you tell us a little bit more about acts of service? Okay, so this one is my favorite. Uh, love language is it's acts of service. So basically, what this is is that, so there's a quote、um, by by Chapman. He said, "Anything you do to ease the burden of responsibility, for example, vacuuming, going grocery shopping, sending thank you notes, will will satisfy this type of partner." So, what this means is that, the things that you do for your loved one,、um, this love language falls into it. So it's the act of doing. Right, so if it if it makes、um, their lives easier, for example, throwing out the trash, or、um, doing something that they promised to do earlier,、uh, you know, that will help you a lot. I, this falls under the category of acts of service. So,、right. as as I grew older, this love language became like one of my tops because sometimes a lot of people just say shit, you know, <laughs> and they don't do anything. <laughs> So if you're、That's、some、true. yeah, so if you're someone who likes to walk the walk, then this love language falls、uh, is for you. Yeah. So、right. yeah, that's just a little gist of it. So maybe quality time. I'll pass it over to Huda. So quality time is actually my love language. It explains me from one T to the other. And quality time, like nothing says I love you more than the next person's full undivided attention. So being there for this type of person is critical, but like really being there for them, 
with all the distractions turned off is what makes them feel special and loved and i need that i think maybe it stems from the fact that i'm the only child and the attention has been showered for me since i was young so maybe that's influenced my love language mm-hmm. um but i really value the time that i spend with another person especially my friends and especially my family and taking that time to I, we don't even have to speak we just I, I just need to constantly be in their presence so i i know this is a little bit strange because if you've listened to us thus far you know that i need my space as a person and i'm constantly reiterating that but i guess if you're in my closer circle i just really really enjoy spending a lot of time with you even though we don't do anything even mm. though we're just basking in each other's presence so yeah, and it doesn't even have to be physical physically there right you don't have the yeah. person doesn't have to be physically there that's what i'm saying yeah they can be on the phone they can be on the line sometimes you'll just do work together mm. and just knowing that the person the other person is there and the other person would drop everything to sort of hear you out and understand and empathize with your emotion i think that's what quality time as a love language mm. is defined as so okay that's mine but <laughs> the next one i know is yours dina yeah. so why don't you explain a little bit about that so for people with uh, the love language words of affirmation it, it means that they, they need to hear the affection so like saying nice things like saying i i love you or like you're doing a good job i'm proud of you you know so verbal not just verbal but you can it can even be written like if you write them a note or a, a letter or just anything that can that are word re- words related you know mm-hmm. so so those are the things that uh bring you up or bring me up uh, are words so whatever you say i'm very sensitive to it um i can even like even hints of the the intonation or the tonation um triggers me very easily because i feel like you need to be really I, i wouldn't say you need to be really careful but how you say it affects me so if you're if you're like a a partner or or a family member or or a friend the way to care for me is that i'm not saying sugar coat your words but more like um how do i say it the choose your words wisely yes choose your words wisely yeah and your tone wisely yes <laughs> yeah yeah it's like yeah if if for example like if i say k to her she'll she'll punch me in the face <laughs> that yeah. kind of thing yeah cuz yeah. i don't know why but okay maybe we'll get into that later but i feel like some some like somehow sometimes the way people say things It can have yeah. quite a big impact on me and and when i did this quiz i realized okay th- this means that my one of my love languages is words of affirmation mm. yeah i think it's a it like like we said earlier i think it's a lot tying back to mm. how you grew up and how you were nurtured and mm. eventually we have become the broken people that we are today <laughs> <laughs> that sounds sad but yeah i guess <laughs> the pressure <Yeah. laughs> Um okay so for the last one is actually physical touch. So people who speak this love language thrive on any type of physical touch. So it could be hand holding, hugs, pats on the back, not necessarily like sexual, okay? It this is like innocent touches that gets them along throughout the day. 
So the thing about these people is is that the acts of gestures um, has to be intentional and if if for example if Dina's love language was physical touch she'd appreciate it if I stroked her arm a little bit as I as I mm. spoke to her not in a flirty way but in an encouraging mm. way like Dina you're a hot piece of ass but like <laughs> smack <as a> my <laughs> ass <laughs> um, but but yeah these people thrive on on being physically co- uh, oh, I don't I don't think coddled is the right comforted. word right comforted comforted is the mm. right word. So if you are if you are this kind of person or if you are in the company of this kind of kind of person, um, then maybe like offering them a neck or back rub is uh, appropriate. But at the same time, please uh understand your proximity to them and <laughs> yeah. how like, they accept you. It's all about consent, guys. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but but that being said, that's how people with uh physical touch as a love language receive love. Mm. So, oh, sorry, I just choked on my own spit. <laughs> um, so that being said, uh, I think it's time that we reveal our thought, mm. uh, love languages. So the thing that we're, the exercise that we're gonna do right now is to speak about how each of us receive. Because the thing is, is that we kind of don't want to generalize it to everyone because mm, yeah. we don't have the experiences. So, we'll talk about our experiences. So, particularly how we see the other person um, illustrate their need for uh, the love language that they have. So, for example, mine is, my thought one is quality time and I Dina knows this, I constantly need her or Rachel around. Mm. So, um, okay, why not? Why not? Dina, you introduced to us first, like, what's your thought? Uh, what, what are your love languages? Okay. So, uh, I mean, for those of you who are confused about what we're talking about, uh, basically, if you've done the quiz uh, that we mentioned uh, before, uh, we're, we're, we're telling you what are the... What are our... What our... What... <laughs> See, again, every fucking episode this happens, it's not intentional, and I don't have a speech problem. I just feel like... <laughs> I just feel like I I I in a, I mean I <laughs> Okay, okay, you know what? Fuck this. I mean, what I'm trying to say is that I Okay, you know what? Fuck it. Let's get into it, right? Shall we? <laughs> Don't choke. Dude, I chose the wrong time to take a drink. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That was not intentional. I just feel like I, I work better when I write stuff. So when it comes to speaking, like my brain just like stops. So it's not a speech problem again. So Oh my god. Please Seriously, don't get me like wrong. at this point every week the opening is just you fumbling on your words and it's so goddamn funny. I think maybe this week it's you fumbling on your words and then in turn me choking on my goddamn drink. Hopefully the spoiler isn't that I died at the end. <laughs> Nah, nah, nah. You, 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 you should be glad that it's just water and not a bag of dicks. So, <laughs> <laughs> the bag of dicks was reserved for last week. Anyway, <laughs> okay. Anyway, as I was mentioning, as I was saying, if you guys are confused, so we're basically in this exercise, we're trying to tell you the rankings of our love languages. Uh, if you want to know yours, go ahead and take the quiz and come back. So, I shall start with mine. So I did the quiz not too long ago, maybe like three months ago. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. 
yeah, three months ago when okay, yeah. So about three months, I took the quiz, and then what came first at the top is acts of service, and then it's at thirty percent, and then I have words of affirmation coming in at twenty seven percent. Next. Oh, change already, ah. Mm. Change already. And I'll tell you why later. Okay. Yeah. So quality time comes in at third place with t- at twenty percent, and then it's receiving gifts at seventeen percent, and then physical touch at seven percent. Oh so, wow! Your physical mm, touch is so low. It's it has been very low, like for the for ever since I in you know existed. Oh. Yeah. I, oh. <laughs> yeah. It's not a big right. deal for me, but we'll talk about it later. So maybe Huda, if you could just tell the audience uh, what yours right. is. Yeah. So mine, um, mine. I have quality time right at the top. Wow! Oh my god! I keep laughing at you, you know, like something <laughs> on your words. Now it's my turn. Holy shit! Um, this is karma, like literally biting me in the ass. But, uh, anyway, <laughs> but the top one for me is quality time, standing at thirty-seven percent, followed by physical touch, which is at thirty-three percent. So, previously when I took this quiz. Uh, when I took this quiz, like it's a busted <laughs> quiz, um, uh, my quality time was a lot more than my physical touch. But I think recently it has gotten, uh, it's quite balanced now. Um, but following physical touch is words of affirmation, standing at only seventeen percent, and then acts of service at ten percent, and receiving gifts at three percent. Mm. So I think, like like Dina, this is a lot to do with. Uh, my characterization and the person that I am and and all of the things that come with me lah. And the thing about like questionnaires and all these profilers is is that they're they're not gonna define you for the rest of your life. Your your inclinations will change mm. with the people that you're exposed to and um the experiences that you're exposed to. So mm. just take that like with with you when you take this quiz. Yeah. So going off of that, just like you know the MBTI profiles, you're not your personality type. Right, it's just so as just the, it's the same way as that like, you're not your love language types, so it changes mm. over time and depending on who you interact with or the experiences you go through, it will change. The percentages might change, the rankings yeah. might change, but just yeah, that's the exciting bit, right? Every yeah. every year you you take the test and you're like, oh, I'm I'm different now. So exactly, yeah. and you see yourself. I think that's the one thing that we are attracted to so much about profilers mm. and questionnaires is that you see yourself grow, and you understand. Your needs as you grow. Mm-hmm. So, my my previous um my previous love language could have been physical touch, a trumping quality time, but perhaps a year has passed by since since I took the last one. So now I know that spending time with another person is more important to me as compared to physical touch. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so it's that kind of growth that you chart for yourself that I think that's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I actually took this like recently. Oh, I I took this while I while I was researching this episode actually. So mm. it it's quite recent. It is recent, recent. Yeah. Mm. Okay, carry on, carry on. Okay, so as I mentioned before, um, my love language, uh, rankings have changed. Not just the mm. percent, like not just percentage wise, but also, uh, what what goes uh right at the top. So for the past like maybe twenty something years or so, words of affirmation has taken like top. Top place, yeah. Um, and I feel like this is attributed to the way I grew up. Um, you know how my parents treated me. I mean, there is 
some there there are some speculations I'm, and this is i don't know whether how true this is but they say that your love languages reflect the the stuff that you did not get as a child so oh, it, yeah but i mean i hear this you know this this talks going around but i don't know how true that is there's no research backing that up but like but i guess it's true because mm. when when i grew up i craved for my parents's um what's it called encouragement. my yes encouragement just like verbally right like i wanted them to praise me i wanted to tell th- i wanted them to tell me i did a good job you know but what i got in return was quite the opposite so yeah. as i grew up um i sort of seek those words from like my my lovers or my friends or you know family mem- other family members so that's the best way to my heart is to say nice encouraging things yeah yeah mm. i think that's reflected or i think that's why like when we talked about you earlier about words of affirmation uh, when we summarized it i related it so much to dina mm. even though it has changed over time it's still very prominent in her and uh, I think the reason why our friendship works so well is is that we understand that portion of, of mm. her and we try our best to allow her these words of encouragement and um I don't know how do how do you think we display it as friends? I feel like um as compared to I mean the way the way you guys speak to me is very mm. comforting. Like, let's say I want, I want, like maybe what's it called? If I want some advice or something, it's always said nicely. There, there's no like um, tough love. There's no, you know, you don't look down on me in your words. You don't say it as a matter of fact or things like that. And I wouldn't say you sugarcoat right. your stuff. Also, it's more like a you, you, you say it in a way that makes me understand and also assured at the same time. So, mm. and and that's very yeah. comforting to me. So, yeah, and, and I think we mm. as friends are also very aware of the mm. words that we choose and the intonation that we use on you. Mm. Even though I mean, sometimes we do go out of bounds, lah. But I think <laughs> we're all human, right? Yeah. But but um, either that's taken as a joke or it's like a sleight of hand or whatever. Mm. But I think most of the time, because we are aware of how Dina is as a person and her background and the trauma mm. um, we try our best to to, to to push this part of her up mm. and cater to that need yeah so and I and I think in turn like I, my friends and my family do the same for me but that's displayed also by my neediness la. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and I feel like um, how do I say this it's it's not that you can't be honest with me or you cannot like say mm. crappy things to me it's more like I feel like it's respectful when someone knows how to um, craft their words properly phrase like themselves yeah, yeah like yeah there's just something about words I and I don't know how to explain it because it's just a feeling that I get so I feel like when someone is able to uh, take the time to to organize their thoughts and, and say it in a nice way yeah that gets to that really makes me feel good mm. yeah because to me that makes me feel like oh you took the time to think about what you want to say and it's not just uh unfiltered shit that you're trying to like that it comes out of your mouth yeah you know? that's true 
Yeah. I feel mm. that I think you've taught me a lot in this aspect because I follow my father in the sense that uh, oh my god I'm putting my father on blast <laughs> sorry dad um, <laughs> who's dead in his grief uh, <laughs> oh my <laughs> we'll talk about grief in another episode but anyway um, in terms of in terms of Dina's love language being words of affirmation she's taught me um, how to be more patient and how to be more wary of the people around me and how they feel uh, because because things like this really does affect them and and we've seen it affect you quite terribly so so mm. because we love you and because you know the the history that we have we don't want you to feel that way and i feel that has taught me a lot on how to deal with other people as my person yeah yeah, and only because I feel like I mean to me it extends outwards because I feel like words of affirmation is the only love language that affects not just the person who has you know who has that as their top love language but also everybody because if you can control yourself and how you the way you talk to people mm. then everybody wins like you because sometimes you just don't know how a person might be feeling yeah. or how a person might be dealing with their problems and then you're just going to say something insensitive which in your head you, you don't think it is mm. but you, you, you never took the time to uh, curate your thoughts and stuff like that and you just say it as a matter of fact and that person receives it badly yeah. then that's something I try to avoid also because yeah, I know how it feels like to receive something like or to hear someone say something about you that's um, guys under care but it's actually really just shitty ass mean stuff mm. Yeah, and I, I don't want that to happen to another that's person. True. Yeah, so that's why I take the time to just be like, be careful of what you say. Yeah, and, yeah. and this actually happened um, quite recently as well. Like, we were talking about something and then I was kind of just giving a uh, 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 dismissive reply to something that, that, that uh, we were discussing and you always will say this. You say, you never know what the other person is feeling. So mm. I really appreciate that about you Because I think in terms of communication uh, Dina has it on lock Because she knows how to uh, You know how to articulate yourself And you know how to put things in a way To make people understand And in mm. order for Other people to understand your needs I think being able to communicate them In the first place Is such an effective tool You know yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't come with no challenges. Oh, yeah, though. Let me just tell you that. Time. Yeah, it took years and years of like learning to how to properly, you know, cul- cultivate this and then direct it to different types of people. Yeah. yeah. But then, what were the challenges yeah. that you found um, prior to knowing how to like? How long did it take you? And wait, what's my question? <laughs> like, 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 like. Okay, so your your top. Your top love language is words of affirmation, right? Like, once you mm. knew it, did you know how to communicate it immediately? Or what were the circumstances that led you to learn how to communicate it? Uh, at, in the beginning, when I found out, mm. I just knew that some words affected me differently than other people. Right. That's all I knew. But as I grew up, I learned to be more empathetic of the person who's receiving those kind of words. Mm. So, for example, like, um, if let's say I'm trying to give advice to someone, right? Mm. Maybe in the past, I would just say it as a matter of factly. Mm. 
Because I have a part I ha- My personality is quite blunt sometimes <laughs> I will just say stuff And like without care Like some people are more like Reserved in that sense But I will just like You know what Don't care lah Just say lah You know that That's kind of thing true. But right now I, I do the same But more like uh, mm. More careful with The things that I say Now you do that Only when you're drunk To like service stuff <laughs> <laughs> Yeah so if you wanna Like really get me unfiltered Yeah you get me drunk <laughs> yeah. And then she'll, she'll be like Where's the toilet? No, that's not a toilet. Are you sure there's a toilet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like it helps, lah. Like with my relationship with uh my uh seniors, like my parents, seniors, seniors. Yeah, but but the elderly who right. are more sensitive, you know, in that sense, yeah. So, um, sometimes when I tell them, like something that f- when I tell my friends is no big deal, but when it tra- gets translated to them, they they receive it differently. Mm. So those are the challenges that I have to deal with when it came to adjusting to. Who I spoke to And how I spoke to them right. yeah. It's all about the context <laughs> It's all about the balance Yeah <laughs> It's all about finding <laughs> the balance So we had this thing at work Last <laughs> time Where we tried to insert um, The phrase It's all about finding the balance To the seniors uh, In our workplace And I think Like only one of us Was successful in doing that <laughs> When the boss was around <laughs> But that was a fun game Anyway Anyway back to the topic um, okay, then why not you speak about your second, uh, your your second one, your second love language? What am I saying? Yeah, the top one, the, te- yeah, the top, yeah, rank- the, the second ranking, the one. second ranking one. Eh, I junket you lah, bloody hell! Apa? I junket you. <laughs> I cannot talk cause of you now, bitch. <laughs> okay, tell us about it's your okay, second okay. ranking. So my second ranking is uh, acts of service. Uh, yeah. So if we're talking about my old love language, then acts of service comes second. But it doesn't really matter because they're really really close in percentages anyway. So words of affirmation and acts of service, uh, kind of uh, they go hand in hand right now. Mm. So to talk about acts of service, it's I think this changed. This took over second place now because, um, of the boyfriends that I deal with. Right. <laughs> Um. Y- yeah. So I don't want to put him on blast, but, you have. but um. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason why extra service um came to number one spot is because most like the boyfriends that I have they don't walk the talk. Mm. So, uh, it happened with the first one, and then it happened with the second one. So I was just like, if you're serious about me, and if you care about me, then do as you say. Yeah. Like, you know, if you promise me something, if you put it out there in the world, then I'll take your word for it, and you better stick to it lah. Right. So, but most of the times that didn't happen. So it kind of made me feel like unappreciated in that sense. Right. So maybe that's why I feel like when someone does something for me or thinks of me and does and does it, like for example, like Huda mentioned, she thinks of me at the supermarket and buys me cup noodles, that makes me feel cared for. Mm. That makes me feel like she's thinking of me and like, oh yeah, and that makes me feel good lah. And like, yeah, and she's right also in saying that it's not ma- in like a very high material sense. Uh, I don't request for like diamonds or right. cars or a house. They're usually just simple things like again like a promise or a promise that you made. Not not, not a promise that I forced you to do <laughs> but like 
a promise that you made or like um, uh, something that can help alleviate my troubles so for example if I'm having a bad day mm. and then I have like chores to do and then you do them for me that makes me feel like oh damn thank you thank you that's been very helpful I, uh, yeah that sort of vibe appreciated yeah Right. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to spend too long on the five, so let me just do the third one and then I'll hand it over to you, sure. Huda. No, actually, so actually, the third wa- mm. actually, I would mm. rather want to hear about the last one about um the the physical touch for you, because I think that has a lot rooted to like your past, right? So why not you speak about that? Okay. So uh, the third one is actually quality time, but I guess uh, you guys have an idea of what that is already. Uh, I'm I'm similar to Huda in that sense, but in let's go into why physical touch is like the lowest of my love language. It ranks at only seven percent, and it's never gone above ten percent. Mm, oh 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 yeah. my god! Really? Yeah. Why I keep touching you. <laughs> yeah. Did you not like it? Huh? Uh, no. Oh, no. I mean, I can live without it. Right. Yeah. So the reason why it's it's yeah the reason why it's like so low, is because yeah, again childhood you know. Fi- okay, let me. I mean, I've gone through it. I'm not ashamed to say, it, but like yeah, I've gone through some physical abuse as a as a child, so I don't like it when people touch me. Um, yeah. Like any old how you know, so. The only two welcoming physical touch things that I that I that I welcome, sorry, the only two physical touch things that I welcome are uh, hugs and hand holding. Only because uh, they feel comforting to me and they're not threatening to me. But when somebody touches me on the back, I flinch. Or like if somebody uh, sits too close to me, I yeah, I don't like it. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. The thing is, is that I always realize that yeah. about you. It's just that I can't like relate it to physical touch most of the time. Because I think you're right. You yeah. You are very re- receptive towards hugs. Because you're the only one out of us mm. that made hugs like a, a constant habit. So I thought mm. that physical touch would be higher for you, you know? No. Mm. But I, I only like hugging because it's comforting for me. But everything else, like, um, uh, like what ah, uh, like, yeah, just anything that has to 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 do with like physical proximity. Oh. Yeah, I I don't like it. Yeah. Oh my god, I never knew. Yeah, that. especially if I don't know you. Yeah, even if you like. But you're act as if like you're trying to s- yeah. Sorry. But you're the one who asked me when huh? I went out on a date with a guy, and then you're like, why you never hug him? Wait, wait, wait. Why yeah, because you that's your love him? language. Oh, that's true. But the thing is so awkward. <laughs> I meet him for the first time and then I have to hug him and then he never hug me back. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but... Oh, okay, okay, okay. But for not for the people that you... But then people you meet for the first time also, sometimes you hug them, what? <clears throat> As in hug... No, hugs are fine. Hugs are fine. Oh, all right, but right. if they sit too close to me or like they're in my physical space a lot... Yeah, I don't like that. I see, I see. Yeah, I I, I don't like people like um always like for example I'm in a room, right? Mm. Then like they're sitting next to me. No, I don't like that. If I'm not comfortable with you, I rather you get out of the right. of the room. I see. Yeah, it depends on your relationship with them, 
Yeah, correct. Mm. And it takes uh, it takes a lot lah for me to be okay with with um, physical touching and like f- just being physical anywhere or just yeah being right. yeah physical. Yeah, mm. which is why long distance relationships work for me. Right. And none of my boyfriends. Yeah. Well, well, it didn't yeah. work for none of your boyfriends because they are also very physical creatures. So they're very physical. Yeah. yeah. So so there's that. I mean, even if they weren't yeah. physical, like even if their love languages weren't physical touch, it is more like of a man thing, you know. Like like mm. men co- need that physical aspect to it. Yeah. So. Okay. But but bless their hearts, lah, for like sticking with me, knowing that. Yeah. I I can I couldn't give them um the physical yeah. love language that they need lah. They have been as patient with yeah. you as you have been with them. Is that <laughs> is that fair to say? Yeah. Put them on blast. <laughs> I guess yeah. I guess it's a, a little trade off. Yeah. yeah. For the shit that I have to deal with. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's true. And you deal with a lot of shit. Let's mm. be real. Mm. Right. Okay. Mm. Okay. Um. Okay. So for myself. Uh, yeah, my top love language, as I've said earlier, is quality time, and that's translated to my wanting to spend a lot of time with the people I love. Um, even just this past weekend, actually, I I was kind of not in a good space in my head, and most of the time I'm okay with being alone. But at that time, at that point, I was. Just like okay, you know, I need to get out of the house, and I I need to spend it with someone that I know and I love, and I call Dina up, and I'm like, are you are you free? Do you want to go shopping for like bed sheets? And and she was there, and I like quality time, spending it with the people I love is so important to me that if, like for example, ah, I go out with Rich and Dina every Friday, right? If that If we had to cancel that one of the weeks, I would feel like the searing emptiness in me. Oh, I feel that too. Yeah. But yeah, but I think that's cause like we are so close, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah but um, I don't know what else is a good example. I think okay, maybe like for the person I love, I like get him on a call, and and I like the time that I spend with him. Then if I don't get him on a call for like that hmm. week, then I. Feel that there is something missing, yeah. So I think that translates as well. Yeah, cause mm. cause like, uh, yeah. I think with him it became quite habitual for us to have like one day out of the week that we'd spend just you know like catching up with one another and uh yeah talking about like tall tales and all that mm. bullshit lah. Um, but I feel so yeah uh rejuvenized after having spent that time with him. Yeah, I just feel like for you, why quality time is, uh, such a big deal is because, in your head, is that they're taking, they're giving you like out of all the twenty four hours that they have, mm. like they're giving you the two three hours just for you. Yeah. And I feel like, that in itself is special, you know, because yeah. time is, precious, and you just don't give it out to just anybody. Yeah. So I understand where you're coming from. Where if you, you want to spend some like if you know if you want to meet somebody, that means yeah they're giving you a precious thing. Yeah, they're giving you a precious right. thing, and and then that is 
it's a good thing for you also lah. Mm. Yeah, and I think I'm also reminded of the fact that I think with my parents as well because going back to the fact that I'm an only child, right? I spend most of my time to most of my time with my parents and um my dad retired early and most of the time I spend at home with him when I was younger and the time that he took to teach me how to cook and to teach me how to, you know, like, do these, like, really complicated dishes and eventually um, mastering them, that's what I hold very dearly to me, especially now that he's not here anymore. So I think I take that with me, with my experiences with everybody else. So I received that time with a, with someone whom I love very dearly, and now that I don't have that anymore, I try to seek it out with with the people that I love that still exist mm. so yeah maybe that's one of the one of the factors but also last time like you know I, okay I I had the luxury of having parents who were who were very understanding and who, who really like to spend time with one another so we just go out for for coffee very late at night at the at the airport and just talk for hours and hours and hours and I really enjoy that time with them and I miss that time with them and mm. I think the lack of being able to spend that time with them now also translates to my wanting to get more time out of the rest of you lah. so the rest of you basically are my sacrifices <laughs> ah. <laughs> I mean I don't have a problem with that that's like <laughs> quality time is also another love language of mine top 3 yeah. so but I, I understand yeah but sometimes like I feel like I'm intruding, you know? Like like oh shit. Um am I just thinking will this person be bored out of their out of their minds to wanna spend more time with me? Like for example you'd already spent time with me on that Friday and then I asked you out on that Saturday and you, you know, you have other commitments as well. You're 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 a full grown adult, so wanting to communicate that took a lot out of me because I also have that barrier that I put up for myself so yeah thank you for still mm. meeting me this point you're welcome mm-hmm. <laughs> um, my next uh, love language is actually physical touch and I think I don't know where this stems from me actually I, I used to not like really like being touched or like like Dina lah I, don't, I used to not like being touched I didn't suffer from any uh, physical abuse um, but uh, well um, but I, I I used to not like I, I like my space but I think with being friends with Dina and Rachel and I don't know lah I've come to a place where I am so comfortable and chummy with them that I mm. sort of seek out uh, being physically affectionate with them yeah uh, maybe because I don't have boyfriend and then I'm like, oh no, I want someone to hug me, please. Manja. Yeah, I'm fucking manja, yeah. Like, literally, like, like my friends want to throw me out of the window for being so manja. Yeah, please, someone collect her, please. <laughs> we, I think quite, we don't want to deal with that anymore. Please, someone, someone <laughs> date me, please. But, yeah lah, I think it goes down to the fact that, like, even with like choosing a partner you gotta be so like it goes back to our singles episode you know choosing a partner there are so many other criterias for you to check off that I think physical touch would be like one of the things that my uh, my partner does not check off but what do you think about like how I display physical touch 
Uh, how about we start with the fact that you always hold my hand when we're out? <laughs> That's true, but you're like a cushion. You're so cute. Yeah, so she squeezes my hand and like she plays around with my arms because I have a cushy arm, so she likes to touch that. To be fair, that's also because like Rachel's hand is so clammy that I cannot tahan, so I need to touch. And even then, I touch Rachel's hand, you know? So it's like, yeah, I'm fucking needy, man. <laughs> yeah, and everywhere she goes, she touches things like, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> like bed sheets, plastics. I don't know what the hell she touches. Yeah, right. I mean, we live in a world of corona <laughs> now, so she better be holding the hand, hand sanitizer everywhere. Oh my god, you're completely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I. Is it like kinesthetic? Is it kinesthetic learners? I don't know. I I don't. Yeah, even, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I don't even think I, I learn anything from it, but I just like the gain tail. Like the Malay term for it is gain tail, and I especially like like corners <laughs> of of fabric or corners of like bed sheets, and you just like feel the sensation that it leaves on your skin. And I know like I'm getting too deep into this, but oh my god, that's that's like purely comfort for me, man. Like that can lull Pretty me sure someone can relate to <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Oh my god All you Gentil fans out there If you are as A Gentiler as me And you are also as A Mantel <laughs> as me Please shout out On our Instagram <laughs> Bro until today I feel like the word Gentil in Malay Is so vulgar <laughs> I don't know why Like it just sounds so wrong Yeah it does But yeah. like I mean As we grow up We we put a lot of like the negative and the disgusting connotations to it. So gentil just means actually what does gentil mean? Uh? I can't I don't know what it means in English. It's like it means rubbing two things between your fingers. <laughs> 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 Essentially. No? Okay, fair enough. It sounds it sounds really disgusting when translated as well. But <laughs> like like okay, for my definition of gentil is just like okay, you guys know the sides of your sheets, right? Like the sides of your of your pillow, right? And you so, sort of just stroke your hand on that edge, and you feel wow. This use the word stroke. <laughs> That'll make it even better. <laughs> and you just feel the sensation that's so warm, and like when you like probably you done it as a kid or whatever, and I done it as a kid, like plenty of times too. I suffered from a lot of nightmares as a kid. So that was like one of the ways that I calm my, myself down. But pretty much still mm. the way that I calm myself down from like an anxiety attack now. But it's just grown up with me and I think I translate that from gentailing fabric to gentailing the people around me. That's so, so oh, wrong. Oh my god I think you need to stop me From talking like right now Dina <laughs> Holy shit Collect us Someone Col- Collect us Collect us um, Okay <laughs> Anyway So yeah yeah So that's like my top two The other Honestly like The other Love languages for me Are extremely low Even words of affirmation Is only at 17% So I think like In the other areas In terms of words of affirmation Acts of service uh, Receiving gifts Perhaps it's something that I can fif- I can fulfill on my own for myself, so I don't need that from another person. Um, but but yeah, the top two right now that I am in constant need of is quality time and physical touch. So, uh, were there any like if you can maybe tell us were there any interesting experiences with regards to your love language uh, and and romantic love? Um, maybe for an instance How has it hindered you Or maybe how has it made you You know Better 
in terms of dealing with people you love? Right. Um, I think in terms of romantic love, the fact that I don't think it has hindered me as much because uh, the people I love know that this is my love language and therefore they reciprocate it. Um, mm. But, I mean, obviously at certain times you receive... Oh shit, okay lah, fine lah. In terms of quality time, maybe not not <laughs> everybody lah. Because, I mean, like with the person I love also like... It took a while for us to go into like a habit. Um, and it was mm. also out of circumstance and opportunity lah. Uh, that, that we found the motion that we are in right now. Um, mm. But... Um, in other sense, I don't really communicate these aspects of me so much. Physical touch... Oh, physical touch is a little bit harder because especially like being a Malay Muslim woman. <laughs> um, um, I tend... I think last time I tend to hold myself back a lot more but because my friends are all very physical people like like I said well not physical people lah, like I said like for Dina she enjoys hugs right so um, when you greet her you'd hug her so now I'm a little bit more open to things like that so I display it more um, be it with the person I love or like the, the people around me or whatever I'm more comfortable with showing that part of myself so mm. yeah I don't think I don't think it has hindered me in any way Right. Only opportunities. Mm. Only opportunities. And all the boys I've met, they're more they're more physically inclined than I am, lah. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess you're lucky in that sense. Yeah. But yeah, boys are. I think they tend to be more touchy feely. Yeah. So it it's nice to have a partner who feels the same way. Also, exactly. I feel. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It'd be nice to have a hug once in a while. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so, uh, hint hint <laughs> to who does love a boy. <laughs> Please. <laughs> um but but yeah, I think I think that sums up a lot about how we we translate our love and how we seek for them. Um but mm. yeah, other areas you think Oh, what about like self love for you? What because like maybe certain things you can't get other people to compensate, right? So, for example, like words of affirmation. If you don't receive that from other people, then what's your words of affirmation for yourself? For myself? Mm. Um, yeah, that's the thing, though. Like, I mean, based on me, my childhood and stuff like that, I and, and in the previous episode where I said that I don't know how to self-love, mm. um, I still seek validation from um, other people. Um, and unfortunately, I seek that validation in the form of um, words of affirmation, lah. Most of the time. Right. Um. So this has kind of impacted my romantic relationships mm. because I feel like I'm not generalizing men or boys, but they tend to be quite reserved with their words. Yeah. They 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 don't know what to say and it. I mean, unless you're a poet or an artist, it you, they don't usually have things to say that much. Yeah. Like, they, boys usually show affection through hugs or being there for you or doing things for you and things like that. But um, there were so many uh, arguments that I've had with, uh, ro- with past lovers that... Mm. Where I feel like 
I was not being cared for when I, for example if I was having a bad day and all I wanted was for them to tell me that it was going to be okay or um, that they're going to be there for me like telling them telling me that they they love me and like, assuring me that uh, they care but most of the time they don't know how to do that mm. and that affected me um, I mean I don't I mean it's kind of embarrassing to say that I don't know how to self love but mm. I mean, I, I'm trying, you know, so if you're, if you're asking me what are the things that I say to myself, uh, yeah, I say to myself, like, it's going to be okay to myself. Right. So imagine that I have some, like, a, another version of me that's looking into me and saying that it's okay, you know, you're going to get through this. Especially yeah. now where I don't have, like, any partners or what, yeah. right? So you, you just got to depend on my good old self. <laughs> um, <laughs> good old, so, uh, loving self. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So just reading, oh yeah. So not just verbally saying it to myself, also, mm. but um, reading uh, good, good art, good articles. You know, uh, reading poems yeah. and things like that. It sounds so cheesy, but th- those words um, make me feel good. Yeah. So I, yeah. So I like that. So so that's how I, I guess you can say, I give love to myself these days. Oh, yeah. that's that's a, that's a good way. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Touching on that, right? I think. Whenever mm. I mean The thing is Is that Both myself and Dina We deal with a lot of Professional profilers And questionnaires out there um, To help like mm. Corporate people right So we're, we're quite mm. Exposed to these Kind of things And usually When we are exposed To these kind of things At the end Of them taking the questionnaire Um there will be a resources portion of how you can act your, uh, how, on how you can engage yourself and assist yourself into um, yala, mastering something or like being better mm-hmm. for yourself. La. So I think the way that Dina put it in which um, it's not just words that she reaffirms herself with, not like saying it out to herself only, but also seeking it out in like books and poems and the, the resources that are available to her. And I think, yeah, and yeah. I think that, like that's such a key aspect of you know like knowing this about yourself and knowing these these portions and proportions of yourself, so that you then know where to seek the resources that will assist you in better loving yourself. Yeah, mm, yeah. And I forgot music because, mm. yeah, like I think in the music uh, in the favorite albums episode, I said that I'm the kind of person who, when I listen to music, the word the lyrics matter more first. Right. Yeah, so if the lyrics are good and it hits good, then the music can vibe. We can vibe with the music later. So that's another way to show that. Yeah, that that's how much me. Yeah, that's how much words mean to me. Right. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Mm. That makes sense. Mm. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I think we hope that you have learned more about the love languages. Um. We mm. if you ha- haven't already done so. Uh, we really encourage you to take the five love languages uh, on wait let me just revise what the what the website is okay so it's five love languages.com uh, five is numerical uh, and find out more about how to not only let others love you but how you can love yourself even more so mm. yeah. yeah I think I think with that with that we want to close this episode off um, but before then, Dina, any anything else that you want to say on re- with regards to this topic? I just feel like once you know your style of loving and receiving and giving and receiving, <laughs> do you know the reference? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hate it. 
nice yeah nice but one. if you yeah so if you know your your receiving and giving style <laughs> yeah then i think it's important that you communicate it to the people around you for yeah. the people who know where the reference is from you can, you can <laughs> approach either one of us on on instagram on digressions include um with that being said we are actually also have an announcement that we preserved for uh the last portion of this episode yeah. which is um so due to some personal developments we require ourselves to publish uh, the episodes <laughs> instead of every Fridays now it'll be moved to every Sundays so we hope to release a new episode every Sunday night uh, and instead of ending the week with us you can start the week with us so while you're working slaving away at your desk we hope that our voice <laughs> can accompany you uh, into a better week and continue we hope that you continue your support for us and we'll continue our support for you. Um, sending love and hugs and kisses uh, to anyone out there who wants to come on our, our podcast or even just to, you know, like talk shit or discuss the things that we have discussed. Uh, we welcome you. Or spend some quality time with Yeah, Dina. or spend some quality time with me or like provide some words of affirmation for Dina or, you know, you can even like launder <laughs> her service or some shit. Um, we, we'd greatly appreciate that and we are always open to conversations. Um, because we literally have only three friends uh, that we reference on here. <laughs> uh, we we yeah we're just we we're just beyond elated at the amount of uh, reception that we've gotten over over the past three months. Honestly, I didn't know that we be able to survive this far. It's only been thirteen mm. episodes, but it's been thirteen episodes worth of uh, hard work as well as effort on our end, and we. I'm glad that it's being received so uh, openly and welcomingly. So, yay! yay. So that being said, uh, <laughs> if you're new here, welcome. We love you. Uh, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast. Um, what else are we on? Google Podcast. And uh, I want to say anywhere where podcasts um, live but we're not exactly everywhere so yeah like these platforms like, huh? uh, you guys can approach can, like, only the platforms that matter yeah like. only the platforms that matter that can give us like some street cred um, uh, <laughs> that being said uh, you can you can also follow us on Instagram we're always constantly trying to uh, grow our members and our views there and we talk a lot of shit there as well a lot of games a lot of dumb shit that we do there uh, we, you can find us there or you can find us um, on our personal Instagram. Uh, Dina is... What are you, Mr. Mister Daggers? <laughs> I'm Little Daggers on Instagram. Little Daggers. And I am Sushi Vigilante on Instagram. Um, so with that... Actually, right, as a precursor to next week's episode, uh, we just want to like set a precedent because we're going to go into deeper stuff and more serious stuff. We're going to be talking about mental health next week. Um, and our experiences mm. with it So um, Just brace yourself For the slight 180 That we're gonna turn um, <laughs> But after then Hopefully We're gonna be back To our Our full uh, Dumb selves <laughs> um, Yeah But Back to our regularly Scheduled program Yeah So we'll see you on Well this is gonna be released On Friday But subsequent to that We'll see you on Sundays And we look forward To hearing from you And we love you And hope you have a good week Bye Bye. Love you Bye Love you